So uh, I think the talk title is uh, Ignorant Perception. And uh, the reason for that um, a title, the idea behind that title is that the perception we're having all the time uh, tends to be uh, we see something and then instead of just receiving that, we jump into from what we're receiving into something about it. And this is the a kind of stylized way that uh, the ego works, the self-centeredness works to protect itself and to uh, aggrandize itself and promote it's a particular agenda of getting somewhere, being somebody, being famous, uh, being um, whatever, being humble for that matter, uh, trying to do something, trying to be helpful, to have the feeling of being helpful, perhaps not actually fundamentally helping. Uh, I don't know if your mother said it to you, but my mother used to go after me and say, this is for your own good. <laughs> so perhaps it was. So the idea uh, with ignorant perception is there is perception, but it is not direct perception. It is perception that is impeded or filtered or uh, delayed or diverted or runs into a detour, calls me, 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 and my stuff, my ideas, my concepts, my beliefs, my opinions. Uh, even if it's about Buddhism, uh, even people who claim to be, say that they are Buddhist practitioners or students of the Buddhist Dharma who still are wound up in what? Fact and fiction. Not two. Fact, fiction, not two. Plenty of room for questions. I doubt that I'll be able to answer you uh, in a, a way that is clear, because that's a difficult area to talk about, but I'll certainly try. So the interesting thing about ignorance is we don't, we know we're grasping passion, the three poisons, passion, aggression, and ignorance. We can see the, can see that, we can see that we're grasping or going after something or lusting after something or desiring something or just simply wanting that as opposed to that different levels of desire. And those are just a few of them. There's nuance there. And we can see that when we attack or cut down or chop or kill or end something uh, with uh, some kind of aggressive um, activity, we can, it's obvious we're doing it. It's obvious when others are doing it. Not quite so obvious when we're, actually happening in front of us into what we think is for to perceive about what is happening. This mechanism that has been going on for since beginningless time, millions of years in human beings. Impossible to trace that because it's too complicated. That doesn't mean that it isn't occurring and it isn't. It's like it's like uh, a, a gigantic pool table with uh, count. You can't number that goes high enough to count all the balls that are bouncing off from each other in that. Just to be, it's that kind of a situation. Please turn off your mic if you have it on. And so the idea here is to observe that so that when you, the idea with sitting meditation is you sit down, you hold still and you observe and you get to see your own personal, it's not ego, but it's just your body, mind, particular, uh, shall I say it in a romantic way, the particular eternal spirit that has embodied for this lesson plan. Might not be an exact plan, but that's a metaphor for it. So here you are, go to school, learn this, understand this, go into this, use the Buddhist teaching 
as it is presented. I'm doing my best, having studied it for a few years, to use the, Buddha, the teaching of the Buddha's Dharma to sit down and, and see what this is. See what it is that so many centuries ago. Everything is dependently risen. No matter how intense the self-centeredness feels, uh, it, is, it is unreal. It, it has a reality, but it's, uh, it's dependent on otherness, on apparent otherness for its substantiality as something. And so the, the ignorant perception is, uh, is a partial. It's, uh, it is uh, selective. It has favorites. And, it, and is, it does not want to see some things. Uh, this is what people protect themselves with, with their beliefs and their opinions. If they have some kind of a, of a, of a, some being drawn of what we call the spiritual path out of the mundane path of grasping and rejecting and fighting and making peace and all of that stuff, then it may be the theistic approach, of course, is assume there's some higher power. We're not uh, another word for belief is assumption. I, I'm not taking anything away from someone who is a religious, whatever religious path. I, I, I would not, if they came and uh, even said to me, which they probably wouldn't, but do you think I should be doing what you're doing? I would say absolutely not. And not, but relatively not. Do live your life. Be the, be the person you need to be. Believe in whatever or do whatever you want to do. That's That's up to you. <clears throat> but if you're sitting here listening to this person, then you might want to consider the approach to it, which is about awareness, awareness, not about what is arising. So the way you find out about the awareness is to watch what arises because the illusion of duality is intense. Sorry if you don't get the joke. I get very bored sometimes, and there's sometimes there's only certain things I can laugh at, and that happens. Sit down, hold still, and discover your natural sense of humor. Sense of humor is like space. Whatever shows up in it, it's quite humorous, because it looked like this, but then it became the secret of the comedians is to in, 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 what um, seduce you to come onto a particular rug and then pull it. <laughs> so each person, each person has to see the way they personally are obstructing or shutting down on something, and that takes a while because you have to close door that looks like openness to the ego. It just looks like this is what I believe. That if you look at what is there without pushing, without pushing, I mean, objecting to it or chasing it, not to have that particular wall of the mind, or the other way is through, uh, that's through aggression, then through passion is to explain it. Um, why is it happening? To do anything with it other than just observe. And then the third way is the most difficult one, which is to just distract yourself from it. But if you uh, you've gone a long way to working with the, the, the basic difficulty of the three poisons, which is ignorance. It's possible to deal with the passion and aggression in a more direct way, but it's very, very difficult to deal with ignorance. 
in a way other than just observing that wall. And it will just look like a wall. It won't look like an obstruction. The nature of ignorance is to have no particular identity except or shutting down or closing up, uh, making yourself blind, you could say. And the way this shows up with the particular nuance, own particular characteristics, shape, texture, um, energy, energy movement back and forth or solidifying or back and forth or solidifying. Maybe you just solidify. That might be your style. Continually shift back and forth, back and forth. Going by keep looking for right and wrong. We get seduced into, well, you have to know right from wrong. I'm happy to, re to respond to questions about this. Please, when I say come and get me, I'm saying, if you have questions about this, if you think you, you know something about this, bring it this way. If you think that I'm mistaken or I'm uh, unsure, some kind of belief in something, um, you want to follow somebody? Follow this person and you're going to end up all by yourself. Which might not be a bad idea. I'll take some questions or I can keep talking either way. Carl Bond. Carl. When I label something, let's call it restlessness, it can help me focus it focus on it or observe it in a way that I might not be able to if I did not somehow and labeling that I guess that's a like a ignorant perception can be useful on the path. So my as I understand what you're saying, if I do, it's just a matter of repetition. Just repeat, just come back. This is what why it's called training is because you're actually looking at something and the feeling of not getting it or not getting it right that's how it feels to be in the second grade and look at a bunch of glyphs on a blackboard that you don't have no idea what they mean so somewhere and i'm just using that metaphorically uh, uh fundamentally it could show up lots of different ways but that the way you're addressing it i i, I don't think you're having any difficulty with perception you just are you just are perceiving what you think it is and you can't stop that. You can't change it. The very nature of, of trying to change that is is uh, uh, spiritual materialism or material materialism or mundane materialism. And there are techniques, of, and they're not wrong. I mean, they, they, they work relatively, <clears throat> but they don't work ultimately. You're not going to live forever. And so that's why the spiritual path is there. If we didn't, if we didn't have a... Uh, if we never died, you know, if the body never went down, it might be a different story. Perhaps not, but it could be. But all you have to do is persist. I've talked to you enough that I know uh, all you have to do is continue to do it. Do a lot of it. Get Talk to Bob Holman. Get one of these. Uh, this is really heavy. These four-hour glasses. Well, you don't have to have one, but it helps because then, then you can't. Can get the sand up there to come down there i mean you could when it's halfway turn it over but then that would make you set more so that's not going to work down hold still just observe whatever shows up is what you
Even if it's if it's your mind chatters, this happens, and then you complain to yourself, oh, here I go again, and so on. Of course, I would say don't add, but it's not about not adding so much as if I, rather than I say, don't add. And then you notice how every time something comes up, you have a comment on it. And then you notice you can't stop that commenting. That's awareness. It's awareness about the difficulty, about the obstruction, about the wall. Please don't try to get rid of anything. You, you Don't fight with dependent origination and don't agree with it. Those are the three. If you have questions about that, come this way. Um, to Carl, you said perception of what you think it is. Sometimes you say perception only. How can you back into just perceiving? Uh, you can. You might be able to back into it a little bit if you've been sitting for 10, 12 years, maybe regularly. Unlikely to happen right away, but everyone's karma is a little bit different. Some people things since then, but here they are again. This doesn't mean they haven't been a, a, a cattle farmer in Utah in the 18th century. Probably. Causes are undiscoverable and untraceable and uncontrollable anywhere. It doesn't matter. A 14th century might sound like a long time ago. It's not even about time. That's an illusion. And it's a really powerful one, just like embodiment is a really powerful illusion. So the direct perception is just to continue to look at the way you keep shutting down. It's awareness, grasp, the way in which you you uh, um, are aggressive, the way in which you close off, which takes time. It, it takes repetition. It takes still, so you minimize the whole minimize the whole thing, so that you are so that there is more of a possibility that the the perceiving aspect of consciousness uh, begins to slowly start to just what's arising rather than what it thinks is arising or protecting the perceiver from some kind of threat of, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to feel that. I don't want this emotion, this opinion, this feeling, this discovery, this loss, this conclusion, on and on. Take me deeper. Take us deeper if you want to go deeper into that. I sometimes say I, I talk out of what I see, not out of what I know. I can't remember anything much. Maybe sometimes my memory works uh, in 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 concert with or in de in in dependency upon everything else around me, including you guys, including uh, Uno, including the the bookshelf, including my fingertips. Past and present are no longer uh, as concepts. They're there and they're worked with relatively. If they come up, then I'm all about ten. We got ten minutes to go, or we've got to get hook up to this. Or then I'm all about that. But there's no, there's no more glue. <clears throat> there is no more glue there. So therefore, uh, some kind of continuity to know that there's somebody living a life that is valuable, that is supportive, that is kind or benevolent, or getting somewhere, or powerful, or in control, and uh, uh, awakened uh, mind. And I'm not making any claims. I'm not making. Any different than anybody. There to be special. Uh, the only way I know I can teach is I have students. The students go away, uh, then there's no teaching happening. Other than the only, the only, only one student that can't go away, and that's this one. 
Shouldn't you bowing? There's a yes. question from Benjamin Swartout. Yes, Benjamin. He asks, where are we going? Good question. You're going anywhere. I mean, uh, the, the question is valid relatively. You know, we're we're going towards the sickness, aging, and death, to be, put it literally. Not not nihilistic. It's just, just the truth. I mean, the body, mind, we don't know anybody that's lived more than, what, 120 or something like that years. So we're going there. But if you want to know where we're going uh, in terms of uh, Buddha's Dharma, it's called samsara. And we've been doing this, and and don't I'm not I want to say this before I even make this next statement. Do not even try to believe me. I'm not promoting this. I don't believe. I don't believe what I'm about to say. I don't need to believe it because I know it. I know it. I see. I see it. I see it. Should I say that again? I see it. I see. What do I see? Circles, <laughs> or as Unya pronounces them, circles. Round and around, around life, and it's there, it's everywhere. There's a metaphor for this everywhere. Night and day, night and day, night and day, sun and moon, sun and moon, sun and moon. The other, the other end of it, around and around and around and around and around and around. And then the ego mind tries to make use of that circularity to squeeze some kind of happiness out of it. Very difficult to squeeze. Oh, I don't see any really, really young people here, so you probably. Uh, spent some time trying to figure out a way to relative situation you've been dropped in from the relative point of view choicelessly choicelessly and from the ultimate point of view exactly where you need to be you're exactly on the path if you turn you're already uh, you've already turned to the path you're listening listening to uh, that was given to me as, as a Dharma teacher who gave me this Everybody did. Was on Yes. Seems like we um, we hear about the teachings of no self or that mm -hmm. realization of no self. Yes. But at the same time, we're terrorized of not existing. Yeah. And that fear is probably deeper than we realize. How can we work with the fear that goes so opposite under the radar of Well, I, it looks like it's just being persistent with it. Uh, the, the fear is going to come and go. Just continue. Just don't give up. If you try to push it away or cover it up or something, then it makes a, a different kind of circle or a, a more vague or a more it goes into the dark and comes back. Where as a spiritual path is about seeing the truth, seeing seeing the ultimate truth fundamentally for yourself, not just something you believe in. If someone says, uh, what do Buddhists believe? Uh, depends on who to ask it, but uh, I might say either not much, or I might say, what do you mean by belief? I might find out what, what the structure is. In other words, communication. What, what You're communicating with somebody. What is it they're actually looking for when they ask you a question? So what my, my response to you, if I understand your question, but in others, probably just repetition, just train your mind, just get to the cushion, schedule yourself because samsara is not going to support this. That's why we have a monastery 
for those who are really, really sincere and serious and find it living uh, somewhere else. We've had people move into the monastery. We've had people move out. We've had people move in, move out, and move right back in. Not many, but some, because they see that mm, it might be better to live there where there's some kind of a, uh, that helps you, supports you training your mind. When you so based on Poland's question there, is no self non-existence? Well, it's a concept. It could show up that way to some extent conceptually. But it's uh, the, the self, no self just means that there's no attachment to the self. Rather than thinking that the actor on the stage is a real person with a which we tend to feel if we're watching a play, we start to identify with if it's a really good play and if it's really good acting, we get magnetized by that and actually start to shows you how, how mutable and how porous the identity is that you can watch a movie and actually fall into identification with, with a character. And a good example of that is if somebody is about to be murdered or, or if someone is thrown into a, into a dark cell or buried alive, we start, we can identify that. We don't sit, back and say i'm fine you know because uh, that's what and for some strange reason and it isn't actually a reason and it's not even strange uh, we're entertained by that kind of fear some people love horror movies and other people don't want to watch our horror movies it's too close to what might be the case more so it's both real and unreal a, 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 a play is both real because we're magnetized by it we're you know, we're eating our popcorn and we're looking and sometimes it might be so difficult we actually have to avert our gaze because it's just too intense to watch that. Even though it's imaginary, it's made up, it's not even real. It might be easier to actually watch something right in front of us that's actually imagination that happens when it's your actual topic or on a subject that is being hurt uh, might be more intense in terms of reality, when I say reality, the actual situation of dependent origination, rather than your your supposition or your your uh, um, your ignoring style of perception, which goes into the movie and and knows it's protected, so therefore it can indulge in identification. You follow me? You can't indulge in identification if somebody's being murdered in front of you. Not that I've seen that happen, but I've. I've been in a room where people have died in front of me. And, and it's a different kind of dynamic there when it's that close. Is there another word you can use for when you say something is real or unreal? Um, so it is, uh, it is unreal in that you believe in this and disbelieve in that. And you're caught in the in the net of what's called Indra's net. You're caught in back and forth, right and wrong, should be, shouldn't be, Buddhas and sentient beings, enlightenment, and all the polarities. Life and death is the that's the big kind of scary one if you let yourself look at it a little while. That's a what was the last part reality? It's just the definition of real and unreal. Real real is something that does not uh, uh, appear and does not go away. Uh, sometimes a fancy Western word for it is eternal. Unreal is uh, relatively real. It shows up and then relatively, uh, because it's compounded, then goes away and then 
comes back again and then it goes away. Night, day, night, day. Unreal. Relatively very real. And so we're not so we're not about ignoring that. That's what you're actually doing when you sit down and face the wall or when you study the, uh, the Dharma, especially with Sangha, with people who are all looking at this from different different uh, tributary streams flowing in the darkness, appearing in the, the light of a particular Dharma, coming coming together and noticing how difficult difficult it is to take conceptual ideas about the nature of ultimate truth together. It's not only difficult, <clears throat> but it's all is also magnetizing in that you feel there's some kind of support happening there for your uh, for your more solitary your solitary retreat or your your wall game tends to start to inform that area to um, just be supportive of that uh, uh, singular awareness practice. Any questions? Does anyone know, are, are people able to view this on YouTube? Because I don't have any picture here. They can hear you, they just can't see you. Okay, I, I think uh, I would, could I blame you for this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and of course it's not a Mac, so you have to you have to do all your thinking when you're on a PC, which is pretty good, because you don't have, you know, those things jumping in the way and telling you what to do. But she forgot when she started up, I saw her actually miss it. I actually witnessed your mistake. I saw her abandon because she knows that MacBooks actually help you with that. They fill in those gaps uh, that we used to think where there used to be intelligence there. And it fills it in with what to do next. You missed it. So you guys on YouTube, blame <laughs> Like, uh, what was your friend's name? I didn't do anything wrong. Marion used to say, her, her friend Marion. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Or me neither. You brought up that, uh, like that movie example of identifying with something like that. And yes. I seem to show up or recognize the opposite where I have a hyper objectifying quality where I don't really relate to that at all all and that shows up in my relationships <laughs> with people I noticed that that's why your whole style is uh is ignorance if you don't mind me saying I mean, <laughs> I mean you're you're a transmitted priest so and you're a student of mine so I can I get to teach you directly in front of everybody and that way you can deal with your own what embarrassment that your style is uh, and there's several different styles and we don't have to go into all of those but is is to shut down on things <clears throat> and this is dependently arisen but we don't need to go back and find out what your dad said to you when you were four years old that caused you to start functioning that way because he didn't really cause it and you didn't really uh uh didn't really occur to you in a sense of it that that shoto uh, you know, wasn't able to deal with that, so started to shut down. So it's not about somebody made a mistake. It's just a matter of dependent origination. It's this causes that, causes that, causes that. This happens and that happens. This happens and only it's it's innumerable comings and goings of relative truth uh, within the within the you could say framework of the ultimate. But and the only way you can see the ultimate is to watch the relative come and go. To put it very simply and almost uh, scientifically. And don't add to it. Just just be be a minimalist. Keep it very simple, very direct, 
whatever shows up, if if something shows up and you feel edgy about it or or of more dependent origination, that's not necessarily a reaction to it. What's a reaction to it? If something shows up and you start to get afraid, that's part of it. And the reaction is part of dependent origination or moving in there to try to stop it or chatter about it to yourself or talk to anyone about it. Other than if you have a teacher, other than your teacher, you probably should bring person if it seems appropriate. But you can't get rid of of ignorance. And but that's a good you, you actually flipped it. And that's that's a very accurate description of what's happening in your mind stream. The the downside it's difficult. The upside is you're aware of that. Or you couldn't drive that. You couldn't take my example and flip it around and say, I just do the opposite. And I would say you're very accurate there. It's not a it's not a compliment. I don't compliment anybody. But I might I might describe things, and that's what I was doing. I was describing that is you're one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, and I hope to see more of you. How's that feel? <laughs> so when I'm interacting with you're someone, not going to answer my question. I said, how does that feel? How does it feel? Speak. I really don't know. I rest my face right on your head. Good. Please keep coming. You can go into your question and I'll stop uh, uh, putting tripwires in your path. So when I'm interacting with someone directly and and I can see that I've just kind of put a, a barrier between me and, and their sadness, is there a way to begin to relate with them? You're doing fine don't do anything else you're already doing it just don't push don't pull don't modify you're already fully as of november 18th of last year you're already fully ordained that's a pretty strong commitment to make turn to the vow save all beings but don't set up standard about how that's to look or how that's to be done you're going to get less and less credentials as you go along and finally there'll be the final disappointment is no credentials just this, just this, which is not uh, no longer an individual, and no longer is it uh, a bunch of individuals. There's no, there's no solid self in the skandhas, no form, feeling, perception, concept, consciousness. There's no solid. Is outrageously brilliant. Take away the illusion. I don't want to give away too many secrets here. So, something that seems to show up with. Um, if if that guard or that ignorance isn't there, the the thing that does show up is like anger or a really short temperedness. What's yeah. what's that about? That's just what the ignorance is covering up. It's just a, a intense dissatisfaction. I could say it to say it uh, you know more literally. So at some point or points, there's been intense uh, abuse of this particular consciousness we're calling Shoto intense abuse and it, and it, you, you know you could say you were defenseless we could go back and we could find a story about it we go back to the ninth century bc and see when you were oh no that was when you know that was thrown into a volcano uh we can see when you when you were abused not just in this life when you were put upon in some way and uh, and didn't have anything to do other than shut down on it is that true nah doesn't mean to be true relative truth is is, is totally malleable 
So there's no there's no way like this old man is not sitting here trying to decide uh, how do I look uh, intelligent or enlightened or I don't need to do that because you got you covered with your projections. You stop projecting on you won't see anyone. I'm not saying you won't see a physical form. I would say just you're you're already doing it. Just keep going. But thank you for that question because because it gives me gives us the opportunity mutually to discuss that that's happening with you. And we've talked about that many times. If this is a kind of the closest we that flips around. More questions about that if you have it, and for, from anybody else also. That's an interesting area. The way ignorance works, ignorant perception. I'm Jason Bowling. I don't have a question about the um, ignorance, but I was wondering what is dependent origination dependent on? On itself. Uh, this causes that. Things get warm, other things cool down. Uh, sun shines on a plant, it grows. Uh, the, 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 the roots that are going into the ground is a very simple example. Uh, it's a very natural hierarchy that is happening all the time. You, you don't put the roots of a tree in the air and the leaves underground. It won't work. It has to be a natural hierarchy. And uh, this kind of hierarchy of the teacher and the students does not work unless there's intense, I mean intense, cooperation. That doesn't mean you have to be cooperative. And I'm, I'm not saying there's an identity of someone who's cooperative. That's, that's, that's more like the mundane path of uh, trying to get somewhere, trying to be somebody. Look at nature. Isn't it amazing? Look at your own body, especially uh, people who like uh, Dr. Hirsch, who was uh, here somewhere. I don't know, there's so many people on the screen. I don't know where he's at, but uh, he, he's and other people here are nurses and people who work with physical. Uh, it's pretty astonishing the way the body without anybody coming in and doing anything with it other than doctors and uh, people who try to tell you. Mistaken, but but it's isn't it astonishing that this whole thing works and uh, and we take it for granted. You know, uh, I have a sore arm. Oh, well, that's oh, okay. <laughs> you can't do anything about that. Okay, it's it's amazing. Look around you. Look in the mirror. As I sometimes say, go look in the mirror for ten minutes. What is that? What is that fundamentally? What is peeking out of those eyes? What is that? Go well, look, look at it. Look, look at the wall. The wall. What is that? And looking at it. Who and what? Who and what? Duality. An, an intense grasping at the structure of relative truth and thinking this is real. And this is where the suffering comes from. The Buddha said. As far as we know, the first words out of his mouth is life, being a living being with nerve endings and being downloaded into this uh, particular uh, uh, huge bowl of petroleum jelly. Petroleum jelly. Well, it's, it's like that kind of a thing. You can't really, you can't really get it so gooey. It, it looks like, and sometimes that's thought, up, thought of as lack of control. And then we, what do we want? We want to get to get a degree we need to make have a good job we need to have a very we need to and, and not that we shouldn't 
but we are so magnetized by relative truth that you can you can miss any other questions another question from benjamin sword yes benjamin how would in quotes we shall feast on from the dhammapada 15th chapter work with non-ignorant perception uh, you're covering up the joy because you want relative joy you want joy that doesn't go away and it's a constant struggle in samsara trying to stay happy people sometimes resort to drugs because they get some kind of artificial because that whole area of the mind is so porous we can stuff i know i did a bunch of that myself a long time ago it doesn't last and sometimes it can turn into terror but there's no you that has any business being there as uh, some kind of manipulating, you know, trying to make your mind do this, make your mind do that. People do it with everything. They do it from aspirin to uh, ayahuasca. Go ahead. You might want to consider just being radical. Sit down. You have everything you need. The Buddha didn't have anything but his hands and his butt and his knees and his eyes. His body-mind complex, he sat down and he saw what this was. And he was generous enough to share it with a few people. And they shared it with somebody else. The next thing you know, other people were interested. And it came out of that. He didn't go out and promote some kind of brotherhood of the Buddha or something. So the idea there is if it's some kind of artificial, uh, don't enjoy yourself or don't uh, you know, uh, some kind of manipulation so you can get into the ultimate realization. This is profound bliss or joy. Joy or bliss that is being pointed to there is not about relative happiness. Relative happiness comes and goes. Sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're sad. As Trungpa Rinpoche said in his Sadhana Mahamudra, happy and sad. Good and bad, happy and sad, all thoughts vanish into em emptiness like the imprint of a bird in the sky. So, and also he said that uh, pain and pleasure are have become ornaments. So how can there be pleasant to wear pain and suffering? How, how can that be pleasant? Relatively, it can't be. But ultimately, it's sometimes called a revolution at the basis of consciousness or a I don't know if it's an actual revolution. I use that because it uh, seems to be okay. But it is actual, actual, a turning about as a kind of a, some kind of a, a relative, but intense and ongoing gravitas we call me, me, and my ideas and what I think, what I like. If you want to live that way, go ahead. I won't stop you. I won't even... I won't even get in the way of your way at all. I might listen to you, but I'm not going to argue with that. I've had I've met people who are they don't might not do this kind of a melodramatic thing that I'm doing here, but I'm just trying to emphasize that because we do feel incredibly tight. And how do we let go of that? Watch the way you hang on. You can't artificially just let go. You have to see the way you grip it and it can be difficult and painful. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. What else? What, what you know, I'm not going to say. What do you got to lose? But I'm gonna, I'm going to say. What else are you going to do? Just keep climbing the ladder, trying to get somewhere. So this uh, this feast that uh, has been referred to here is uh, sometimes is called 
Mahasuka, the great bliss. And it's 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 the great bliss because it's not it doesn't come and go. It comes up, and it, it, it no longer has any credentials of right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, awake and deluded. It's it's not separate from anything anymore. Transcended your personal self, and still you have a headache. You have transcended your the personhood, uh, and you have transcended this world, and you're still in it in it looking for something to eat or some place to take a dump. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just saying it's a relative kind of continues. You're not going to feel special. It is called my teacher, Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, called it Buddha Dharma or awakened truth. Awakened truth without credentials, with no proof. I didn't need anybody to come along and thump me on the head with this to say, okay, you now can teach. Although we do that in the tradition because it's a structure that allows the tradition to continue. But just because someone is wearing this or is a, appears as a so-called transmitted priest, listen to them. I mean, there are people teaching who who are who are um, uh, novice monks. There are people teaching who are maybe not monks at all, who are speaking the truth, if there's anyone to listen. Not many, but some. Go ahead, Yohan. What's the definition of bliss? Sorry, back to the bliss. What's it's, the definition? Yeah, it's 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 uh, it is a, an awareness of the comings and goings of of the relative world, pain and pleasure, up and down, back and forth, taste good, taste terrible, all the different uh, sour and sweet, and all those things coming and going, coming and going, and a fundamental. Uh, uh, um, uh, it's not a contentment, so to speak. But it's a, a fundamental, not separate from anything. Everything is your child. Everything is your mother. Everything is your father. It's just one incredibly vast and complete uh, family of, of, of otherness that shows up. So the bliss there is, is not an emotion. It's not feeling. Just like it's not sympathy. Could be. Sometimes there, there's, uh, there's call, like uh, uh, Trungpa Rinpoche called grandmother's compassion, where you just Thing so it'll feel better because you're more concerned about not being somebody who's miserable. So you're trying to get them to stop acting that way, like having an outrageously crazy two-year-old. Difficult to be around, going through whatever they need to go through, and the karma that they came out of doing their very best. So the the best thing you can do is protect them. Uh, if you got to put in some earplugs, do it. Because you're dealing, they're you're dealing now with what your parents had to deal with. Only your version of what they were dealing. I'm saying that to you because I know you're a mom, and I know you have some difficulty, like all mothers and fathers do with their young people. Just protect them, and uh, do it that way. That so you're a good example of training right there. If you got, you love your children, and also they, not you, but they're they're difficult. So it's a very you have the perfect opportunity to be a student of those incredible teachers called children. Um, my second question is, uh, can ignorance arise with passion or aggression or both? Sorry, the question. questions. No, oh, no, that's good. Uh, yeah, it's the three poisons. The three reality are, are passion or grasping, uh, aggression or pushing, and ignorance or shutting down. And yes, they're always interacting. Sometimes it's mostly uh, you, you really can't have just one. One of them will be the main uh, function, 
the main activity is, is something that's actually occurring in some way. But yes, they're all mixed together. And, it, and, and I wouldn't even bother. Uh, and, and I would even say, don't, don't sort them out. It's not about figuring out how much of this and how much uh, 50, 50% of passion, 22% of ignorance. It's not about doing that. Although there might be something available there, but just more circles. Sit down, be direct, very direct, very accurate, very physical forms. Sit down, hold still, but don't be rigid. Don't maintain it. Get up and move if you need to. Pay attention to how your body feels. But then your intention is you to come back and, and continue to gaze at the wall and sharpen your awareness. So that when passion aggression arise, either in you or in others or in the world around you or in your situation, you're clear about that and you and you as much as you can, you don't interact or stop it or inter, or try to modify it or change it. You are respective of uh, respect uh, relative truth as much as you can with, without allowing somebody to torture somebody else. You don't do that. If somebody uh, like an example I quite often use because it's fairly simple. You may have seen this happen where somebody starts abusing an animal or, or even abusing a child. If you pretty difficult. But what do you do? You're in the you're in the grocery store these days. It wouldn't happen so much because of COVID. But you're in the grocery store and you see somebody just thrashing a child. That's incredibly uh, difficult to to witness. And and you here again situational. You may go in and just stop it. You may and you may not. You may uh, you may just have to walk away. You may not be able to watch that. But if you if you but if you're seeing that, my recommendation, if you want to hear it, is don't do anything. Don't do anything more. Don't do anything extra. Just observe. If you're just observing that, then that that brings a losing someone else does not want to be witnessed. They walk away. They prefer and they don't want. And if you interfere with them, they're going to fight back because they feel justified into what they're doing because they're they're craziness by taking it out on a, a young person. You know, it's a simple thing to say. How do you deal with that? It's dependently arisen. This this might have been going on with this particular two people or two consciousnesses or two lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. Do I believe in a reincarnation? I don't believe in anything particularly, nor do I disbelieve in it. Fine. Yes. Thank you. I have another question. Please go ahead. Yeah, are there different categories of ignorance? Different kinds of ignorance? Um, yeah, there's there's a I mean, there's all kinds of versions of it. Just I, just to name a, a few. There's the distracting distraction kind where you're looking at something that you you just don't want to. You don't even know that you're distracting. It's like listening to someone that you really don't want to listen to because you're you're tired of listening to them, and you'll change the subject. You'll you'll say, and you might not do it. I've had enough of listening to that person do whatever they're doing and just uh, look at something else or say, I've got to go or uh, so the different right at someone and ignore what they're saying as you're, as you're listening to them uh, and analyzing and judging what they're saying without really receiving it. As soon as it shows up, you immediately have opinion. A stupid or ignorant bigoted or 
mean, any number of things could come up. And it's not that they aren't relatively true. They could be relatively true. You could say, well, look what they just said. Of course, they're, they're uh, prejudiced. But everyone is prejudiced in some way. Everyone. I'm an old white man, so I know what my prejudices are. Very similar to all old white men in this country. It's just that I don't believe them. You don't have to get rid of prejudice. Just don't give it any, allow it to come and go, but don't give it any uh, validation or any thumbs up. And so there's that level. There's there's uh, uh, using maybe your board, which is a, a form of aware uh, that shows entertainment level is dropping way down and you don't like, you want entertainment, you want something happening because otherwise then you start to get anxious about things in your life you've been, you'll ignore, continue to ignore, uh, but not by, but some kind of rotating uh, around into something that's entertaining, entertaining. That's one of the things you notice about sitting practice of meditation or shikantaza. Uh, talk about it saying there's, there's a, um, there's, hot boredom, which is when you first start sitting, it's difficult to stay there and, and you want to get up and you want to go away and you're tired of your, your mind stream chattering all the time. You get just uh, bored with it. But if you stay there long enough, eventually that mountain stream tumbling down through the rocks starts to level out like the mouth of a river, like the, the mouth, the headwaters, or not the headwaters, but the, the open where uh, um, the, the Amazon or, or, or goes into uh, the ocean. So it's very, very deep and very level and undisturbed. And your meditation becomes cool boredom. You're still bored. You're still, uh, still maybe you'd like to have something else. Um, is uh, Sometimes some people describe it as kind of luxurious. Finally, I don't have any, I don't have to do anything. Uh, after all this sitting, I can just sit, hold my seat and just sit. Sometimes when this starts to happen, people get Wonder if they're doing something wrong. Are they going to sleep? Are they going? And I would say, I can tell you right now what to do. If you're sitting and you're doing that, uh, I'll give you a checklist. Am I holding still? Check. Are my eyes open? Check. Observe what move, what's moving? Check. That's it. There's three of them. If you're doing that, regardless of what's happening, this is a sitting practice of meditation as I teach. Other people might teach it. Other people might want to fluff it up with more stuff. Further question? Uh, I'm take another one. Yeah, we, we can take another question. If you have one. Johan? Uh, Go ahead, Johan. Fine. Uh, if you are aware that or something, very aware, is that too? The awareness of... Mm -hmm. Well, it could be if you're getting a credential about I'm so aware that gets to be very personal. And this uh, this understanding of an either or uh, is this ignorance or is it this or this rather than getting it from this teaching person. Time uh, facing the wall, I'm not going to ask you. Uh, try to sit for at least an hour a day, if not more. Try to do some block sitting. Talk to Bob Holman Get one of these glasses. I don't know where he got it at. And I don't want to go in the four hour glass business. So 
But yeah, it's it, it just, you know, if the way you said that tells me that you're doing exactly what you need to do, just be aware of it. I wouldn't go in and fiddle with it or try to be a better person. No, uh, you'll hear me say, don't improve. I mean, if things start to feel better or lighter, then enjoy yourself. If they get worse, then uh, just look at that. But don't don't meddle with the situation too much. A little bit. And if you're sitting on a cushion and it's uncomfortable, move to a chair. If it's too uh, light, if it's too light in the room, turn the light off. Don't spark. Uh, if you're doing shikantaza, have some light there. Middle way, not too tight, not too loose. Fine. Yes. One final question, if there is one somewhere else. Biyun, what are you doing here? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you. Thank you. Any, anything else? Uh, we can close if there's no other questions. Everybody wants to get to bed? Okay. We'll dedicate the merit then at the monastery. If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokukoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org.